Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings, welcome on board WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Across oh, I'm just me. thrilled looking at these pictures of the deer you got. This is incredible. What a <laughs> what a catch you made here. <laughs> a catch? Yeah, I ran up to him and caught him. <laughs> I mean, what a shot you must have made. Yeah, no, I don't oh, wait have a second. These are somebody else's photos. <laughs> yeah, that's a roadkill. <laughs> I don't doubt it for a minute. It's up in Route 15 somewhere in Lycoming County. I hear County. you go around looking for a deer that's been on fortunate enough to be struck by a car and then you throw it on top of yours and take it home and say hey honey i got the deer (laughs) (laughs) well i've heard of people doing that you can do that i think you're supposed to tell the game commission though well it depends on how long it's been there the one i saw on the (laughs) top of your car looked like it had suffered (laughs) that was there from last (laughs) summer (laughs) pretty much skin and bones all right no i did not shoot a buck yet but i know where he is so we're going to get him i shot a lot of bucks did you yeah you went to the ball a lot of bucks, yep. <laughs> okay, I figured at the Target store, Best Buy, your favorite place. Right. So, hey, welcome aboard, everybody. Mark Lawrence, very glad to be back. Thank you, Steve Kushloff, for putting up with this uh, this stuff on the radio this week. So we really appreciate that. Uh, I haven't listened to the show, but uh, I got a text from him saying that he was satisfied with the outcomes yesterday and the day before. So you must have had some good... Well, that's good. We don't want to disappoint our co-hosts. Did you ever... <laughs> did he put you in your place? No. Did he come loaded for bear? Well, he... He, he, he was on top of his game for some of the callers uh, yesterday. Good, okay. As you can check by the uh, the text we have here, he irritated a few people. What? <laughs> well, that happened. I irritate them all the time. Steve's not say. used to irritating them, but I am. All right. Well, well I'm very glad to be back. So, And thank you for uh, being in Catbird's seat. That's extra work for you. It is extra work. And I really appreciate the extra pay I get for it. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to pay you something someday, we promise. Right. You'll pay me off. <laughs> on the mark. On the air now. On the mark sponsor for the Sunbury Motor Company. Please check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line now open. Call us now 1-800-795-9565 if there's anything that's been bothering you or you didn't want to take it to Steve Kushiloff. Take it to me now and let me hear what your thoughts are, maybe about the president. Uh, the U.S. Attorney William Barr had uh, something to say about the uh, fact that, uh, of course, there's the fraud that occurred in the nation didn't impact the or didn't uh, income, didn't impact the outcome of the election. There we go. And that uh, that was one declaration yesterday, but there's lots of other things. Uh, you can bribe your way to a pardon, apparently, in this particular White House, oh, so we can brother. talk about that. Oh, yeah. Well, nothing like having you back and starting to spew the uh, left-wing nonsense. Okay. Uh, Joe's <laughs> going to bring us the fox-wing <laughs> nonsense shortly, so in the interest of balance. And uh, let's see, what else? COVID-19, uh, because of a lack of thanks 
Thanksgiving testing. Uh, they say some of the numbers are down slightly, but that uh, the number of people being admitted to hospitals, which may be a more current barometer, that continues to increase around here and in Pennsylvania. So the pandemic, of course, clearly out of school. Most of the schools around here are now virtual. You'd be hard-pressed to find anybody that's uh, studying in class now. And I would imagine at some point some more restrictions would be imposed. Uh, the governor and the health secretary did announce a couple of uh, reiterations and maybe some slight changes. And, of course, you had the uh, what Thanksgiving Eve shutdown of bars at 5 p.m., so that was kind of in the news. Did you talk about House member David Rowe made sure that he stuck it to the governor with his photograph? Well, I'm th- there was that seems like much ado about nothing because nothing he obviously had ordered the drink before 5 o'clock, which certainly right. makes the drink completely legal. I think it was just um, you know kind of a fun little thing to say, hey, governor, I'm defying <laughs> your order. Well, and it was legal. Some, some people said you were allowed to have the booze that was ordered prior to 5 p.m. until 6 p.m., so he's well within... Oh, so you had an hour to drink it. Right. That's what folks said on Facebook. I never looked up the law or anything to see. So what at 6 o'clock, really if you're said. still nursing your beer, they come along, <laughs> grab the glass, and throw it out? They push you backwards <laughs> off your bench, your bar seat. So. Well, that's not good. It's not good. It's <laughs> It's a tough situation. So, uh, But, uh, you know, the optics of it uh, really irritate a lot of people, particularly if you saw or participate in anything that relates to health care, if you know what's happening in hospitals now in terms of uh, space and staffing and supplies, you know that that sent a message. So what does having irritated. a drink at 5 o'clock have to do with that? Well, I think... Just out of curiosity. Absolutely zero. Nothing at all. But what it does have to do with is the fact that the bars were shut down because of the rapid spread of COVID-19 and a uh, the busiest bar night of the year right. would presumably be part of that spread. So if you are complying with that, which David Rowe was, you're part of the solution. So that's the connection. You're, you're making a statement about the governor, but he, again, he could have easily stayed in full compliance. He certainly isn't near anyone. There's no one else in the photograph. Uh, It does look like it might be a selfie, so I can't quite I think one of the funniest memes I've seen recently was a family sitting down to Thanksgiving dinner in New York and in the window of the dining room is Governor Cuomo peering in to check and see how (laughs) many people are there. Right. right. How many people have shown up. All right. so what's your view on that, folks? Give us a buzz. 1-800-795-9565 on the mark sponsor by the Sunbury Motor Company. You can check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll free line open 1-800-795-9565 you can email us at on the com, and you can text us at 70236 if you're a text connect member just reply to a previous message or you can do as uh, either the same person dozens of times or uh, many people have done that's uh, send us a message so we do appreciate that yeah the uh, state house member david rowe the latest covid numbers continue to go up mostly the hospitalizations lately and uh, guys Singer had a documentary they released over the week. You can see it a lot of different places that really showed uh, the uh, endurance that healthcare workers have to go through during these surges. Yeah, I think it is probably to healthcare workers that would be probably the most irritated by David Rowe, sort of thumbing his nose at the restrictions because uh, they are seeing the life and death situation on a daily basis. So uh, people who don't take the pandemic seriously and don't wear masks, as uh, David often does not, uh, and 
And Mr. Mastriano, of course, the GOP leader in Harrisburg, we certainly hope that he is well, well you know, you, soon. You want to come down on Dave for this, sure. but I mean, take a look at, at uh, other places. I mean, I see signs outside of stores saying you must wear a mask to come in here. And not going coming to down stores? on Dave. We're, okay. we're just talking about this. He did nothing wrong. Okay, I'm glad we agree on that. But, you know, I, I see these signs that say you must have a mask to enter this store, and then you go inside, and there are people roaming around without masks. And, you know, what are we supposed to do? Are we just supposed to stay away from these people? You know, I, I wear a mask because I don't want to run the risk of giving it to anybody. You I mean, it's one thing if I it's one thing if I get it. It's another if I give it to somebody else and they get very sick. I don't want to be responsible for that. So I'll keep six feet away. I'll use the hand sanitizer. I'll wash my hands. I'll do all the things they say to do. But and I'm also not, I'm also not, yeah I'm wear the mask. But I'm also not staying locked in my house for six months at a clip. You know I have supplies to get. Go to the bank. Go to the post office. There are things that have to be done. I think so far, knock on wood, I've been able to do them safely. And I think most people if they look at the rules and follow them, can do the same thing. Well, and I, I think uh, that's a great observation. I think a lot of people have done exactly what you're saying. I, you know, if I think of what's going on in my life, I can't think of anything that I've cut out anymore. We probably don't go to sit, well, we definitely don't go, I haven't been at a sit-down restaurant probably in a month and a half, so um, uh, we don't do that, but we're still enjoying takeout from the fine local restaurants. But, but see, I'm still I, going I hunting, do, still I, going to the store, still I getting gas. I do go to those restaurants from time to time. I mean, there are places I enjoy going, and I will go to them. My wife doesn't, but I mean, they're all, you cannot get near anybody in those restaurants. And they, they all have signs saying, if you get up from your table, you must put on your mask. And there, in restaurants, I have noticed people do that. They do, when they get up from the table, they put their mask on. The tables are far enough apart from each other that they don't pose, a, I don't have an, I'm not posed a threat by the people sitting at the next table. Of course, I also go early. I'm one of those senior citizens who would get the early bird special at the restaurants in Florida. I go early. 4.35, 5.30. In that neck of the woods, 4.30 to 5.30, somewhere in there, because that's when there are fewer people there. Same time I go to the gym in the morning when they open, because I want to be one, the first person on the equipment. I'm, there, there are workarounds to this. I don't think we have to shut everybody down. We don't have to say in the bar you can't have a drink after 5 o'clock. I'm sorry, of all the things the governor has done, that one strikes me as just absolutely targeted at the hospitality industry. And I, I think unnecessarily so. You could have just said that people in here must wear masks, except when they're putting that booze up to their lips. And, you know, yes, we're going to close a little early, but I think 5 o'clock was ridiculous. Did you watch the Geisinger documentary? No, I haven't had a chance to do that. I mm. saw your wife's post about it, but I haven't I haven't seen it yet. D heard uh, Evangelical Community Hospital Kendra Alker's uh, latest remarks about uh, supplies, uh, staff, and space at the hospital. Do you hear those? Uh, some of them, yes, and I, we have an email that we didn't get to yesterday uh, complaining about the politicization, if you will, of the crisis uh, by Evan. Well, so, the dilemma is that uh, the, the nations and the state's leaders are politicians. That's how they get to office, so that's the politicization. Politicians. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> who, who, Dale. Dale, yeah. Our old caller, Dale. Dale, call us again. As soon as, you're, <laughs> as, soon as they release you, call us, I guess. <laughs> anyway, so... But uh, um, I lost 
what I was going to say. Oh, I see. But yeah, and and, and why conservatives think that it, the pandemic is a hoax and you don't need to wear a mask and but, you don't need to be distanced. And, I don't. I know a lot of conservatives. I don't know any one of them who thinks it's a hoax. What? I Didn't you just watch Gettysburg when they had that big uh, GOP confab with the president on the phone? I don't know those people. There are no I masks. The, the conservatives okay. I know don't think this pandemic is a hoax. And matter of fact, my conservative friends, the group of guys I have lunch with once a week, uh, you know, everybody in that group takes precautions. They're all conservatives. You would be very well, unhappy at that lunch. <laughs> I wouldn't be, although you guys would buy my lunch. Although you guys well, one of them's the a little shaky, but wealthier, the... <laughs> so you guys can buy my lunch. But seriously, I mean, you know, it is a serious, serious health crisis, and it needs to be dealt with in a serious manner. But I don't think we can lock everybody down again. I don't think it's good for anybody's mental health to stay isolated with just three or four people for six, eight, ten months at a clip. It can't be good. There's got to be some way to do some things safely to let people open up again and live their lives. When's the last time you read a text on the air? Well, we got all those yesterday. We tried to get them in, but you always say callers come first. We had a lot of callers. We had a lot of emails. 35 texts. Good yes, for you. Okay, well, we're going to read all those before the break. Okay. So, but first, Lance has been patiently standing by. Good morning, sir. You are on the mark. Hey, how's that go? Uh, home is a sailor, home from the sea, home <laughs> is a hunter, home from the hill. <laughs> yep, that's exactly right. I'm home from deep in the heart of uh, untethered Lycoming County. Didn't get hurt. That was my main goal, and we're successful in that. I thought your main goal was to get a deer. Well, that's a, <laughs> if that happens, that's an add-on. But uh, I see. Mostly, we try to have the fact some fun. that you're out there with a gun and in hunting gear has nothing to do with the fact. Plus, I was hunting in areas where, if you look on the map of Lycoming County, it's all green, no roads, and I didn't get lost. <laughs> Okay. So you called for a reason, Lance. What was that reason? Well, the whole thing was um, yesterday had a caller who was talking about that uh, the old folks shouldn't be getting the vaccine first because old folks have lived their life and, you know. But her point was that it should go to young, that was Cindy's call, and her point was that it should go to young families with children because if their parents got sick and died as a result of the virus, that would be a tragedy for the family. Her other point was that those of us who are older, and she included herself in that group, have lived a life. You know, we've had our chance, if you will, and we should be prepared to gracefully shuffle off the stage. I agree with Cindy. I I don't think uh, people over the age of 60 should be prioritized at all, especially if they're in a long-term care facility. But go ahead, Lance. Yeah, well, that sends us down a terribly slippery slope that uh, ends up like notably the Netherlands where your uh, what you say, right to die has uh, morphed into your duty to die. And you could do that real easily from uh, the kind of thinking that you're looking at. Well, who who has a duty to die in the Netherlands? Just out of curiosity, I'm not familiar with their culture over there, but I'm not aware of a duty oh, to yeah. die. Yeah, if you want to uh, check out at any time in your life, they give you the stuff, and then the next morning the wagon comes around and picks you up. And uh, in uh, Switzerland, they actually have uh, <laughs> uh, tourist suicides. Where you want to? Well, there's people there that are living a really fine life. You think, and you're just bored with it. 
and they'll go there and they'll take care of everything for you. What, 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 so wait, you wait, 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 wait. To visit wait. the fjords and then you jump in. Right? I mean, come on, you know, what kind of a society would say that, you know, here's a pill. Oh, you want to go kill yourself? Fine, here's a pill. Have at it. What kind well, of society wouldn't want to check their mental health first and make sure that, you know, they were of sound mind before making this decision or had some valid reason for wanting to take their life? Well, no, you don't need it. Actually, I think the assisted suicides in our own country, like we're in Washington, Oregon, I believe. You must have a poster of Dr. Kevorkian on your wall. Well, I think assisted suicide is happening in the U.S. everywhere, occasionally. Uh, but that's for, for valid health reasons where people, you know, literally feel that what they're facing is beyond their ability to cope with it. That's one thing. But just as to say, I'm bored with it, as the words Lance used, I'm bored with life, therefore I'm going to go get a pill from the government because I have a duty to die. What kind of a society is that? Well, the one that we've got over in Europe, anyway. I mean, that's really the truth. Well, the, uh, human dignity well, is the through line through all of this, not just the idea you can go and kill yourself How there. can you find that acceptable, Lance, and not find abortion acceptable? Well, I'm, I don't find that acceptable. Oh, well, I'm, you made it sound like you were cheerleading oh. for it. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. No, my, my libertarian side says, yeah, maybe you should, but then when you really look at it, you think, oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah, all right. I agree with you on that. Well, and I, I didn't hear Cindy's call, but I, I, I agree that uh, the oldest of the old shouldn't be first to get it because it is very easy for them to live a life where they're out of circulation. I'm not saying that I should get it, and of course, if the cutoff is 60, I'm over that point anyway. So, But uh, I think younger people should get it because they're the ones in circulation. Uh, they're the ones whose death is most tragic. They're the ones who are most productive in our society society, doing the work, going to the stores, going to the restaurants, and uh, uh, yeah, Lawrence's worthless wisdom, and now, Lance, now you know even in greater detail but why I, I they say that. I think uh, older folks should be last. I'll tell you what I said to Cindy yesterday. I think it should be based on who is most likely to spread the disease. Now, let's say <laughs> you work Let's say you work, at 60, a, no, yeah. you work in a factory, and there are... 35 other people around you, 40 people other around, around you, and they must be around you because the nature of the work you're doing. Those people, one of them gets it, 35 other people could get it easily. So they should be at the top of the list as far as I'm concerned, and that, that would include health care workers, people who are in hospitals, you know, and working to save people's lives, but they're around sick people and they have a r greater risk of spreading it. I don't think it should be based on age or sex. It should be based on the potential you have to spread the disease. Activity is some sort of a dynamic. Well, you can come up with a dynamic spreadsheet that says who goes to the top. Healthcare workers, first responders, police, fire, ambulance, CMS, that kind of thing. Right. And then D people in, in industries where they are working close proximity to others. And like we would be off that list because you and I have more than proven that we can go to work on a daily basis and, and stay safe. Well, that's because you stuck me over here in this oxygen tank. Well, <laughs> but you're happy. You get more nitrous oxide <laughs> than I do. Lance, we'll give you the last word. Please go right ahead. Well, it's just something, though, to think about when we think about the usefulness of someone over another person is, you know, we're not human doings. We're human beings. And anyone who can just be has really reached what we would call enlightenment. Okay. It's really quite a deal.
All right, we got All you. Right, thank thanks. you so much, Lance. Really appreciate the call. Uh, we got a caller standing by, and we got 35 texts from. Uh, I just looked at the list there from two individuals. Did you notice that? <laughs> 35 <laughs> of them. So we appreciate that, uh, you two. So thank Actually, you for sending there are three those. Three individuals on. Oh, is there? Okay, I overlooked one. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five is the open line. Give us a buzz back. Uh, we have talked a little bit about politics dividing the nation as it becomes as it comes to the pandemic. Uh, we talked about David Rose. Uh, photograph last week and let's see what else we talked about who should get the vaccine first i say the older you are the less you should get it but uh, almost no one agrees it's easy with for me you to say other than cindy <laughs> and uh let's see what else have we talked about well you you tell us what we should talk about call us now 1-800-795-9565 uh, of course uh, u.s attorney general william barr says there was no significant game-changing fraud in the election. So he is now President Trump's ex-friend. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mertz family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Investing in your business, but not adding high-speed fiber? Bad decision. Like building a house with no air conditioning, hanging fuzzy dice from your rearview mirror, or getting three bacon double cheeseburgers and a diet soda. Don't be those people. Call Pentella Data and tell them you want real speed, as in the lightning-fast, ultra-reliable confidence only their fiber network can provide. Your employer will be so happy. They'll make bad decisions of their own. High-speed fiber from Pentella Data. Hi, this is Season from Purdy Insurance. During this time, we are operating under the guidance of the PA Insurance Department. Most of our staff continues to work from home to practice social distancing for the safety of our staff and clients. Our office remains open and available to service our current and new clients by phone, by calling 570-286-5855, email, and by appointment. Our after-hours emergency service is also ready to assist our clients with their needs. From the team at Purdy Insurance, stay safe, be well, be kind, and know that we remain dedicated to the highest level levels of service to protect what matters most. And now a game of commercial chicken brought to you by Progressive, where we see how long flow can go without talking about insurance. Ready? Go. Hi. Um guess we should talk about something. <laughs> How's the um vermicelli game in your town? Got any good Vietnamese restaurants? Vermicelli? Oh, it's a noodle. Very good. Drivers who switch to Progressive could say big. 
Okay, you win. We can't help but save customers money. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. During cough and cold season, Walgreens knows noses. Like those noses that tickle and twitch. So cute. And in as little as 30 minutes, Walgreens makes it easy to pick up your cough and cold must-haves. 30-minute pickup. Now that's faster than trying to find a clean sleeve. This week, Walgreens brand cough and cold products now only $9.99. Plus, buy two, get a $3 register reward at checkout. Good on your next purchase. Walgreens. Use as directed. Restrictions apply to 30-minute pickup. Valid through December 5th with my Walgreens. See walgreens.com slash pickup for details. Hi, everybody. Steve Jones, Frank Bodani, York Daily Record on Penn State Football today, 3 to 5, News Radio 1070 WKOK. Matt Catrillo is our fabulous producer. Okay, that answers my question. I can't see over there from here. Yeah, I, I want the record to reflect that it takes six people to replace Rob Center. Chad Hirschberger, Ali Stevens helped out yesterday, and uh, Mark Stevens and Matt Catrillo. Yeah, Mark did a me, great job. Yeah, plus, you weren't even here. Plus one other staffer. Chad, somebody else, was here yesterday filling in. So. And I filled in, and Steve filled in. We all pulled together. Isn't that something? Tom, you were on the mark. Yeah, I got a story that I seen on the Internet that I, that I found absolutely hilarious, and the guy deserves what he got. There was, you know, Trump has, has filed like 40, 40 different uh, lawsuits or complaints, and he's lost every one of them. Well, there's this other, there's this, there was this group, it was called Count the Vote or something, I forget what it was called, but they were taking donations, and they were going to help Trump fight this, this supposed voting fraud. Well, this guy, he was a millionaire, and he donated $2.5 million to this, to this thing, to this organization that was going to they were going to put all this money and they were going to help Trump fight this fraud. This, Well, of course, there isn't any fraud. They, they can't find any fraud. And all of Trump's things were thrown out. And this outfit that he, that gave, that he gave the $2.5 million to, they can't find anything. And they're not, he, this guy complaining that they're not doing anything with all this money he gave them. And now he wants his $2.5 million back. And they won't give it back. Hmm. <laughs> I hadn't heard that. Huh? I hadn't heard that. Where Where did you hear that? Yeah, that's hilarious. I think it's hilarious. If you're that dumb that you would give two point five million dollars to somebody to help Trump out, and he's out two point five million dollars, that's great. I think that's great. Well, I'm glad it pleases you. <laughs> and I and I hope all these people that are listening that are donating to Trump right now, is he's raking in, I guess he's raked in what, like $150 million? Right, and some of it he can use for his re-election campaign. I mean, I've, I've got, I get him every day that he wants, I ain't gonna give him a penny, but he's got $150 million. Keep People keep giving this guy money, and they're just gonna lose their money because there ain't, there ain't nothing they can do to help him. And he's not going to run the next time. Well, just remember he's gonna that say all he's going to run the next time, but 
you say all these cases you say all these cases he's lost they're all being appealed upward and that's not unusual you look at other court cases they they go up the line and up the line and up the line and finally the supreme court makes a decision so you could lose a thousand times even bill barr says there's nothing there the bill barr and the fbi says there's nothing there yeah, and then all of a sudden you believe Bill Barr. You thought he was the most corrupt, stupid, inept well, guy in the a, world. He is a corrupt. He is okay. corrupt. <laughs> but now you believe but, him. No question about it. You didn't believe him when he said other stuff, but now you believe him, huh? No, I believe this, yeah, because it's been proven in other things. He's lost He's lost every case that he's brought up. They Not everyone, no. He, they throw them out. They say they're ridiculous. You bear in mind he did win a couple, but they were overturned he at a higher one. level. One thing he won, and that was that they let them stand closer in Pennsylvania. Right. That was the only one he won. Well, you said he didn't win any. Well, that what the what is that? That's nothing. That's no. That's important. Being allowed to inspect oh, the re- election yeah, results. Sure. Why but was anyway, he being kept away? The guy's out two and a half million dollars because of Trump. The guy's name was Eshelman. I don't know what he's into. Uh, I haven't heard of him, but, you know, in any event, if he's got that kind of money to throw around, I'd be happy to give him a conspiracy theory he could fund. Yeah, I mean, I love it. The guy <laughs> lost $2.5 million over Trump, and you got all these other people that are sending in money like crazy. A lot of people shouldn't be sending in the money because they don't have it. But they, they want to help. supporters, and they're sending in all this, and he's he'll get his hands on it somehow. Yeah, some people don't have money, but they don't spend it wisely, and that might be an outside observer's opinion of that. But, of course, they might think supporting President Trump, however they can, is critically important, even if you don't have a penny. Well, so four years from now, he won't even be able to remember his name. He's bad enough now. <laughs> plus, well. all, plus all the legal problems <laughs> that he has with bank fraud and... Everything else. None of them have been proven. If President Trump is losing his faculties, Joe Biden is is already in a nursing home. Yeah, you hear his toughest question of the day yesterday. One shouty question. How's your foot feel? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, the future U.S. attorney is going to help answer that question. So who knows? All right, we're going to keep talking about this and try to get to some of these texts. This is WKOK Sunbury. Is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Eggland's Best. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. The UK has beaten all other Western countries to the finish line, approving Pfizer's coronavirus vaccine early this morning. Brits are mixed on the news. Myself and my family will be taking it because we need to get back to normal. I've had enough. There hasn't been enough trials. There hasn't been enough time to even find out if these vaccines are safe. Correspondent Vicky Barker is in London. Prime Minister Boris Johnson celebrating with British lawmakers. It is the protection of vaccines that will ultimately allow us to reclaim our lives and get our economy moving again. Though some EU experts fear the UK has moved too fast, the makers of the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine say they're confident EU and US approval will soon follow. Meanwhile, the first immunizations here could begin in days. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. The US is expected to give its approval as early as next week. Until then, Brown University's Ashish Jha tells CBS this morning, lives will be lost in the new COVID surge. I tell people, and 
anybody who gets infected now and dies is somebody who would have been who would have gotten a vaccine two three months from now. Yesterday was the second deadliest day for COVID deaths in the U.S. since the pandemic began. President-elect Biden will meet with workers and small businesses struggling to survive the pandemic. Mr. Biden is getting pushback over some of his cabinet choices. CBS's Ed O'Keefe. CBS News has confirmed that the transition office is preparing to meet soon with the leaders of civil rights organizations, including the NAACP and the Urban League, who are increasingly concerned about the lack of diversity in some of the president-elect's top positions. Former FBI Director James Comey has a new job. CBS's Maria Garcia has details from Manhattan. Comey will be teaching at New York's prestigious Columbia Law School starting next year. His course, Lawyers and Leaders, will be offered starting in January for the spring semester. President Trump fired Comey in 2017 for ending the investigation into Hillary Clinton's email server. This morning, the UN Commission for Narcotic Drugs voted to reclassify cannabis as a less dangerous drug. Right now, it gets the same billing as heroin. And if you've wondered whether legalization is making our roads more dangerous, CBS's Nancy Chen has the answer. Researchers say the CBD part of cannabis does not affect driving ability. But the study in the Journal of the American Medical Association finds the intoxicating ingredient, THC, does cause mild impairment and that the effects last up to four hours. In New York City tonight, they'll flip the switch and light up the Rockefeller Center Christmas tree. For the first time, the ceremony is closed to the public because of the pandemic. This is CBS News. These days, better nutrition and stronger immunity are essential. That's why Eggland's Best gives you and your family more so we can all be at our very best. Only Eggland's Best. I'm Dr. Stork. Today, stronger immunity and better nutrition are more important than ever. That's why Eggland's Best gives you and your family more. Compared to ordinary eggs, Eggland's Best provides six times more vitamin D and 10 times more vitamin E, all helping you maintain a strong immune system and better overall health. Plus, you get all that farm fresh, delicious taste. These are no ordinary times, so why choose an ordinary egg? Only Eggland's Best. Better taste, better nutrition, better eggs. Sales are rising quickly, but without another lead baker, Dale's Bakery is going to feel the heat. Hey, you're baking alone today. I have to handle this order for the restaurant down the street. Cool, but who's going to handle the pastries? He needs to hire. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. The moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Indeed delivers two and a half times more hires than the other branded job sites combined, according to Breezy HR 2019. Visit Indeed.com credit and get a $75 credit for your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. It's a fertility first, a baby born from a decades-old frozen embryo. WVLT-TV's Gwendolyn Duker spoke to her parents. The procedure didn't just give the couple a new title. Their children each have one of their own. We didn't realize until, I guess, until it made the news that it was kind of a big thing. Baby Molly is breaking a record for the longest time an embryo has been frozen. Her debut, 27 years. A milestone for science and the doctors at the National Embryo Donation Center in West Knoxville who made it all happen. We started this program in 2003, so the word has spread to most of the fertility clinics around the United States. People Magazine toasts its people of the year. We just need to hang together a bit longer. Dr. Anthony Fauci makes the cut, so does George Clooney. In our galaxy alone, there are billions of stars. He gets a nod for his acting and advocacy work, so does Regina King. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Whatever you send through the U.S. Postal Service this season is so much more than mail or packages. 
In every carrier's hands is a card with your handwriting. In every box, on every truck, is your message that you care. We know how much goes into your holiday mail, especially this year, which is why we go the distance to bring you closer. Learn more at usps.com closer. Modern modernization today has the products you need to modernize your workplace, like the Neuro Tiara. Upgrade your brain to the ultimate data management tool by simply deleting less critical information. Childhood erased. At CDW, we get a Neuro Tiara won't modernize your data. You need hybrid cloud data services from NetApp that simplify management and accelerate digital transformation to help unleash the full potential of your data. NetApp and IT orchestration by CDW. People who get it. Find out more at cdw.com netapp. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome back. WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence, subpar host of the show. Spent a couple of days of deer hunting, keyword hunting. Subpar hunter, too, I gather. <laughs> well, <laughs> actually, the goal of hunting is to enjoy some brotherhood, have some fun, enjoy a uh, great time in the woods, which we did do, then wear masks in the cabin and keep socially distant. You wear uh, camouflage we masks out on the tree stand? I do have a camouflage mask. I did wear that, actually, so... So, um, yeah, that that actually happened. But I haven't shot a buck yet. So, but I know where one is. So we're gonna we're gonna go back out this Saturday in the rain. It's funny, snow really helps with the visibility. Trying to find. So as soon as I get back to work, it snows. But I'll be off on Saturday when it's gonna rain. <laughs> so. Well, the uh, last two days it was yeah. raining. You should have been cold and wet. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, you're I generally all you're generally all wet, but I mean, yeah, this I, been especially I hunted so. till about midday Monday, and then I was done. Uh, I, I was not soaked, but I was starting to get damp, so that was it was time to come in Monday afternoon. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Our toll free line. Give us a buzz. Uh, we've had a couple of good calls here. One about uh, State House Member David Rowe, and then we have an email that relates to Kendra Auker, so we can uh, address those uh, topics. And of course, they're on uh, opposite sides of the COVID-19 discussion, so we can discuss that. Uh, We did just mention in passing, Geisinger released their documentary, Five Days in May, that talks about how Geisinger's system uh, dealt with their supply system and staffing issues uh, during the first peak of the pandemic, which is nothing compared to this one. But I I found it really moving and uh, fascinating to a great glimpse behind uh, the curtain at Geisinger where they're treating patients. So uh, I just uh, think that was really worthy of uh, of watching. I think it's about a half an hour or so. Uh, President Trump is continuing to uh, say that he will not concede and that uh, he actually won the election and that it was stolen from him. And believe it or don't, uh, there are many, many smart people who actually believe that. So um, that is, uh, yeah, that's kind of sad that we're at that point in this country. U.S. Attorney General William Barr, of course, you can strike him from that list of folks that are the sycophants for the president now. He's 
uh, finally kind of come around to uh, the reality of the election. So we can talk about that. Uh, give us a buzz, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarkatwkok.com or text us at 70236, On The Mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Uh, check them out at sunburymotors.com. Uh, we do have some brief news headlines here. There was a crash yesterday on Mile Post Road near Sunbury. A Sunbury woman was killed, 72-year-old Sandra Moyer, uh, died in that uh, crash uh, yesterday. That happened around 4.45 p.m. on Mile Hill Road, a, a head-on collision there. So, uh, tragic accident there. We have uh, more about that at WKOK.com. Northumberland County's draft budget for next year is almost $83 million and does not require a tax increase. Uh, Governor Tom Wolf yesterday announced the expansion of some testing that's going to be happening all around the state, including in Elysburg, PA. The strike teams will provide testing services to residents of 61 of the 67 counties who do not have their own health uh, service, their own county health department. And Pennsylvania is pleased to be able to partner with AMI to provide additional testing resources for regions of the state experiencing COVID outbreaks. The governor said that one of those locations will be in Northumberland County in the weeks ahead. Another will be in Columbia County, and you can link to the details at WKOK.com. In case you didn't monitor it, nine new deaths in the valley from COVID-19 reported yesterday, seven of which were in Northumberland County. And uh, there are now 89 people admitted to Geisinger Danville with COVID-19. Uh, Geisinger Shemokin has 10, and Evangelical Community Hospital, 39 patients as of midday yesterday. Union County's Minority Commissioner Stacy Richards not happy with the Frontline Healthcare Workers and First Responders Week designation as proclaimed by the Majority Commissioners in Union County. She says the pandemic gravity is so great that the proclamation should have had some weight, including at least suggesting wearing masking, social distancing, and following guidelines. As she wants her fellow commissioners to pass a more a meatier version of a pandemic-related uh, proclamation. Uh, the election in Northumberland County, 100% clean across the board, uh, says the district attorney, Tony Medalevich, did a six-month investigation, says his office looked into seven, seven uh, general election complaints, which revealed some mistakes, adding delays and misunderstandings in the election that occurred. The vast majority of those issues quickly resolved by the county uh, board of elections, he said. And Northumberland County is now closing more of its buildings, administration area, and human service areas. Uh, you can email and get appointments there. The Pennsylvania State Treasurer said Tuesday that Joe's Memorial CSVT construction can continue. He says his agencies come up with plans to prevent shutdowns of highway construction and safety work. And you may find this good news. WHTM-TV reported yesterday that a Republican lawmaker plans to introduce a bill next year that would repeal the previous expansion of mail-in voting in Pennsylvania and go back to the way it once was. Repeal Act 77 of 2019. That will make Joe very happy. He hates mail-in balloting. I don't hate mail-in balloting. I, I think you I do. I hate willy-nilly mail-in balloting willy -nilly. where, okay, where we send out ballots to, ever, to the dead, the halt, the flame, people who haven't voted in years. I, I think requesting it is fine. Who but when did they that? Just, so there were about five or six states that sent it out to everybody, everybody in the voter list. 
Okay. Well, that's, that's what's wrong. This, no, he's talking about Pennsylvania. I have no problem with what Pennsylvania did. None at all. one 800 you speak with forked tongue. one 800 is our telephone number. Uh, you can email us at onthemarketwkok.com. You want to try to make some sense of these? Sure. Uh, okay. We have quite a few of them. A lot of them relate to our, our program yesterday. So give, us a, give me a little background before okay. you launch into it. Um, let's see. Uh, let's see. One of them says, no, Steve, there is no president-elect yet. Trump is president, so please explain how he's trying to commit a coup. You're delusional, kind of like the Democrats did to President Trump for the last four years. Coup d'etat. Oh, that, I'm sorry. Those are two different emails. Those are unrelated. <laughs> unrelated. Okay. Healthcare workers should get vaccinated first. All Americans will be able to get it by next July if they want it. Uh, then one other one directed at Steve, laughing out loud. Steve, yeah, those great campaign events by Biden to audiences of dozens were so unimpressive. Actually, they were pathetic. But uh, they did. <laughs> but the president or uh, vice president uh, Biden won, though. So the, uh, they may be a pathetic way to campaign. But uh, what is it? Crazy like a fox, would you say? Well, but, you know, it will go back to the fact that we're still not getting tough questions asked of the president elect. Did they really ask about his foot yesterday? Yes, yeah, that was it. the only they shouted out a question to him. He didn't take any questions. But one reporter shouted out, how's your foot? Well, did we talk about the Lester Holt interview? Um, this is before he hurt his foot, but he asked him, how's your foot equivalent of questions? He also, of course, the questions were also very leading. Well, yeah, I mean, he hasn't to got a particular answer. He hasn't got tough questions. For example, his uh, his head uh, proposed head for the OMB is very controversial. She apparently slugged a reporter that asked a tough question of Hillary Clinton back in the day, and she's been extremely partisan. You know, and on one hand, he says, and this is what I was talking to Steve about. He says he wants to be the president of all Americans. He wants to unite us, and yet initially he's picked things that divide us to announce that he's going to do on day one, which is giving a pathway to citizenship for a. 11 million illegal immigrants without actually saying what he's going to do on the other side of the coin to keep the border, keep us from having the same problem going forward. Well, don't you always say to decide is to alienate? Isn't that your phrase? No, that that's once not you decide, my phrase. No, you, you leave somebody in the dust. I don't know who you're talking about there. That ain't mine, buddy. <laughs> well, <laughs> whoever said it, to decide is to alienate. If you make a decision on an important political topic, you automatically alienate So we've got to have a people. president who isn't going to make any decisions because he doesn't want to alienate anybody? Well, let's get back to the tough questions uh, things. Uh, so Joe Biden hasn't, I mean, this is a fair criticism from Joe, in my view anyway, is that nobody's asked him any difficult questions. He's never been, in, he might have been interviewed by Lester Holt, which is like being interviewed by your best friend, but he's never been interviewed by anybody from Fox News. And, and, and it's completely on Joe Biden, who just won't do that. Well, he his handlers, and I hate to say this, but the guy does have handlers. Well, but it's they Joe's give him a in list charge of, of them. They give him a list of people or reporters he's to call on. And a list of topics, milkshake, ankle, Angle, yeah. and biking at Rehoboth. But, you know, and then you look at the media, the, these leaked audio tapes, I sent you this story, leaked audio tapes of top executives at CNN shed some light on the coordinated hostility the network has toward President Trump in the weeks leading up to the election as well as after. Self-described guerrilla journalist James O'Keefe revealed Tuesday morning that his organization, Project Veritas, which stands for truth if you don't speak Latin, had been secretly recording the network's conference calls over the span of two months. Many of the recordings involve CNN President Jeff Zucker. In several released batches of edited clips, Zucker is heard sounding off against Trump during a conference call on October 9th. He urged his staff not to normalize the president's erratic behavior as he was recovering from the coronavirus, suggesting the president's medical treatment was a 
affecting his actions. So, I mean, that became the policy that CNN went with. He's been, the, the head of the network is telling the reporters how they should cover the president. We will, we will report his erratic behavior. We will not normalize it by making it sound like he could just possibly be you know, this is the way things are going to be. Oh, no, we got to make him seem sick, mentally ill, unbalanced, unhinged. I love that word. Mm-hmm. You know, in another conference call a week later, Zucker... Well, did you not witness a transition of CNN over the past, uh, certainly very recognizable in the past six months, and leaning that way in the past year, where they were, they were never really completely objective, but right. they were never really in the can for the president. But then, as the, as the election got closer, there just was no objectivity anymore. You know, they abandoned that altogether. Well, then, in this one, this one will frost you as well. In another conference call a week later, October 16th, Zucker alludes to the Hunter Biden email scandal that the New York Post broke just two days prior, as well as the unmasking controversy involving top Obama administration officials, including now President-elect Biden, requesting the identity of former Trump National Security Advisor General Michael Flynn during the transition. Both stories, Zucker suggested the network shouldn't cover. You know, and you remember at the time we were wondering why this was not making the news on CNN and some right. of the others. Well, the big boss decided how they would cover it. And well, then they call, C- they call Fox biased. Come on. Well, they do. Well, Fox is biased, but CNN claims to be objective, although Fox claims to be objective, too. It's funny now, Fox is going towards the middle and CNN's <laughs> gone over the edge uh, with their leaning uh, r- left. So uh, it, it is very equivalent, strangely enough, to Roger Ailes. You remember when, uh, who was that guy, Gabriel, somebody came out with a book, The Loudest Voice in the Room, I read it. And it was very surprising to see that from the head of the network on down, the policy, the stated policy, and the discussion in meetings was to make sure that you you raised up uh, people like uh, President Trump and that uh, anybody like President Obama or anybody that you could only do disparaging things so that you had a very, very strong right lean to that. And, of course, it was so much in plain sight. That was in plain sight. So you know Fox News is very much conservative to the right. But they have the right to determine how they're going to be. In other words, we're going to be right, center, or left. I mean, everybody, right. ha- they have the right to do that. But to go down in the line and tell specifically reporters what outcome you want from a story, that's beyond that. That's be- that's down into micromanaging the news right. and, and actually deceiving the American people. Well, yeah, my point is that's exactly what Fox did, too. They do the same things. I mean, Roger Ailes used to tell them to, to use use images of crowds that were bigger than the ones that were actually present at activities and make sure that uh, people like Sean Hannity and uh, Glenn Beck and people who were ultra right were fed uh, you know plenty of information about these candidates that might uh, the democratic candidates they, they might not be able to get on the But their you own. all thought that was horrible. Well, now, I'm just, no, I'm you just find saying, this horrible? I, I'm just saying uh, to you, I think I don't think it's ideal for Fox to behave that way, but that's their prerogative. Is it it's ideal for CNN network. to behave this no, way? No, it isn't. Particularly if, as you say, if you're going to claim your objective, that's okay. Then try to achieve some objectivity. At least, you know, like uh, with MSNBC, you know where they stand. But CNN claims, okay, well, Fox is this and MSC is that. We're in the middle. <laughs> it's like, well, obviously so, they're not. But, you know, MSNBC is farther in the bag on the left than than Fox is on the right, to be honest with you. I mean, you won't find anything be. positive about conservatives. You won't find any, you know, anybody who... Uh, who now, is verify that. To explain the <laughs> proof that you know why that's true. I, I think you could be right. I'm not arguing the point. I just wonder, what's the evidence? Of what? 
how why is MSNBC verifiably farther left than Fox is well, verifiably about farther what, right? What they the, the way they present the news. In other words, everything is a conspiracy of the right. Everybody in the right is a liar, a cheater. Uh, you know, demented, drinking Trump's Kool Aid. There, you won't find a single positive story on Fox on MSNBC about the president. They don't even give him credit for Operation Warp Speed. Do they? Claim where everybody else does. Well, I don't know whether they claim to be objective or not. I'm just going to say, if you're, if you're, if you're it's like NBC Rush Limbaugh, News. you know, Rush Limbaugh never claims to be objective. He's uh, ultra-right, common sense, stand-up for his, you know, America. You know, once in my life, I, I everything got, has to fit that way. I got to meet my idol, David Brinkley, the late David Brinkley. I have a picture taken of the two of us standing Only together. 30 a, short years ago. Yeah. You know, back in those days, NBC News was, in my opinion, the gold standard. The Huntley-Brinkley Report, guys like Sander Van Oak. And, and the reporters they had on 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 NBC and they News. were objective and worked they at were it. fair they were they were fair and balanced to look at what NBC News has become today MSNBC NBC News they have become so far to the left and so politicized that you know I can't watch that news without f- believing I'm being fed a diet of uh, Kool Aid from the left why does that bother you though I mean you know that they're left leaning because it, of their history I've said before that, that I why? I think I think the news and the modern of the news and commentary has become so great in this country that we can't separate the two anymore. I believe newscasts, if you label a program news or you label a network news, that should be what it is. I don't think there should be talking head shows on Fox, on MSNBC or CNN. There should be news programs on those stations. And then if they want a separate channel for opinion and commentary, label it. Does MSNBC they ought to call the do program, news? Huh? Do they have a newscast? Yeah, they do. They do. Okay. I wouldn't say I watch it enough to have caught it. Okay. Well, we're, we're on what has been a through line on On the Mark since we went on the air back in 1997 or 2007, and that is... We haven't been here that long. <laughs> just seems just that seems way. seems that way. <laughs> All right. Uh, media bias. What's your view on this? Uh, the, it turns out that Mr. Zucker, what's his first name, um, uh, was behind the scenes making sure that CNN Jeff. did Jeff did not have any objectivity. It's the same kind of thing that we already knew was happening at Fox, but now we know that it was happening at NBC or uh, CNN for the same reason to make sure that the the news and the commentary had a political lean to it. And you know what? They, what else Zucker did in this interview? One of the reporters brought up the fact that. After the transition between uh, George Bush uh, and Barack Obama, no, I'm sorry, who was head of Bush? Uh, Clinton? Yeah, uh, Clinton and Bush. Yeah. That uh, Clinton, the then. transition led to 9-11 because the transition wasn't smooth. And now they're bringing up the fact that President Trump is not exactly granting a smooth transition, that we're putting, oh, the, we country at, we're that. putting the country at risk. Or I asked that question last week, you know, at, what is the cost of a f- slow well, what transition? They're, what they're saying is that the cost will be another terrorist attack in the United States. But that begs the question of whether or not President Trump has been able to successfully deal with these terrorists, and I think the evidence is that he has. All right, 1-800-795-9565. We're deep into national policy, politics, and media, and we would just love to hear from you. 1-800-795-9565. Is there anybody objective out there? I still say my lovely bride turned me on to BBC, and it's well worth it. 1-800-795-9565 is the telephone number. We will be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the 
the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mertz family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Don't worry, you still have time. This year, switch to a Medicare plan from a name you trust, Geisinger. Geisinger Gold Medicare Advantage plans start at $0 a month, including coverage for medical, hospital, and prescriptions with most plans. With $0 deductibles, $0 preventive care, $0 vaccines, insulin as low as $17.50 a month, which could save you thousands per year. Specialist visits with no referral, telemedicine visits as low as $0, plus options for dental, vision, and hearing benefits. Learn more at GeisingerGold.com radio. Geisinger Gold Medicare Advantage plans give you access to our many doctors and hospitals, plus thousands more. Medicare annual enrollment ends December 7th. For a Medicare Advantage plan you know you can count on, switch to Geisinger. Visit GeisingerGold.com radio to switch today. $17.50 per month for insulin is with 90-day supply. Geisinger Gold Medicare Advantage plans are HMO and PPO plans with Medicare contract. Enrollment in Geisinger Gold Medicare Advantage plans depends on contract renewal. If you live alone and could use additional income, or you are in need of housing, find out about Share Housing, Shared Housing and Resource Exchange through Union Snyder Area on Aging Incorporated. Benefits include companionship, independence, and security. Fill that empty house or find a space for yourself. It's all about sharing. Shared housing is an affordable housing model in Union and Snyder counties. Share brings together homeowners who want to share their home with home seekers who will pay rent, help around the house, or both. You must be 18 or older to apply, and one person in the match must be over 60. Get more information by contacting the Union Snyder Area on Aging Incorporated on 2nd Street in Lewisburg or call Share Counselor Dia Shader at 5 570-524-2100. The Share Housing Program, 570-524-2100. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Uh, Bob, thanks for waiting through the break. Uh, you are on the mark. Uh, thank you so much for calling in. Yes, um, good morning, everyone. Um, I started in the media oh, back in 1973, and, uh, of course, there was only ABC, NBC, CBS, uh, PBS, and maybe AP and, uh, and uh, UPI. Reuters. And, of course, when I learned to uh, do a newscast on WKOK, uh, there were certain policies that we had to do back then, and it was just the who, what, when, where, why for the basic news story. And at that point, of course, it was taught in a high in our high school. At that time, it had career selective, so I, you know, 
you know, if, if I was going to do a newscast, I said, oh, well, maybe I'd better study about this. Um, but uh, the thing is, uh, uh, it, I'm going to say it was a lot easier to do it back then. And then, of course, now with our age of information, it's um, so confusing sometimes from the audience's standpoint uh, that, um, you know, they're trying to sell their product. And I think that's what it's turned into rather than just basic news. Well, yeah, you can't even tell. And sometimes the bias is kind of hidden in there. Uh, CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell sort of portrays themselves as being objective. But if you listen to the things they say and the way they cover and how they, uh, you know, scrutinize Republicans, it has the same bias as everybody else, really. So I've been watching that lately. And it's it's, it's the same, only different. Yep, good points all. Thank you so much, Bobby. Appreciate the call. Harry, you're next up on WKOK's On the Mark program. Hey, good morning, guys. I, this I is our Harry. Welcome yes, back. It's our Harry. Glad to hear from yeah, you, buddy. I, he lives. It's been a while. It's been a while. I have a question. Did you, uh, on the, when you started the newscast here, the news items, did you say there were 400 admissions to Geisinger? And was that just yesterday? Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, I might have said that. That would be what we in the business... No, and that's why I wasn't, yeah, that's why I was checking. I wasn't sure if I heard right. 89, 89 oh, okay. currently admitted. Um, oh, okay. I don't know what number of them, if any, are new, but 89 are on board right now, Geisinger, Danville. The reason I ask is, I mean, they, there was uh, there's a couple numbers. There's a lot of things with COVID that are so confusing. And, and I have to preface this by saying... I am somebody who, because of my job, I am around a couple thousand people a week coming in into my into my establishment. And I mean, we mask, we disinfect, we clean. I mean, you know, we're as careful as we can be. And and uh, uh, and I hear all these numbers, and I hear that uh, there are four thousand people hospitalized for COVID across the state now. That seems like a really, really high number until you realize that there are 2,700 hospitals in the state, which means you're only talking about like one and a half people. 2,700 hospitals? hospitals? That doesn't seem right. That's too high. No, there's not 2,700. I looked it up on Google. Well, that's too high. (laughs) Well, that may be, but I'm I'm just saying I looked it up on Google last week, and that could just be medical. uh, I'm not sure. Maybe I misread it, but anyway... The other thing that confuses me now is Geisinger has been saying for around a month that they are uh, getting one person per hour admitted just for COVID, which means per week, that's, uh, what's that come out to, per day, that comes out to, uh, well, 12 people a day, so now you're talking 128 people a week, so in the last month, they've had like 500 people over 500 people admitted just for COVID. Right, but they're discharging how them, many, too. How many beds do these hospitals have, and are they all full? I mean, it kind of seems like a exaggerated number. I think that there's a lot of numbers we're being asked to swallow that nobody ever checks. And that goes back into what you were talking about at the start, too, with news, once it became part of the entertainment division, did not become about facts. It came about just throwing stuff out there and see what sticks. And that's what I'm afraid of with some of these numbers. Some of the numbers I'm sure are true, and I'm not a conspiracy guy saying there is no COVID. Don't misunderstand that. But I really think a lot of these numbers are, are inflated to, uh, for whatever reason. 
All right. Well, first of all, the number of hospitals in Pennsylvania, Joe? 249. 249 licensed 249. hospitals in right. Pennsylvania. Right. Out of them... I, I was way off. Yeah. yeah. Out of those, 148 are non-profit, 86 were for-profit or investor-owned, and 15 were public hospitals owned by the federal government, state government, or in one case, the city of Philadelphia. Well, I'm not sure where I got what I looked up online, okay. so I apologize for that. But no problem. But I still think I still think though that I mean, when you think about that, 128 people a week for four weeks just for COVID, that seems. Well, that first, seems, first of all, uh, you, you, they they don't accumulate without ever getting discharged. Uh, some get discharged. Most get discharged. If you ever look at the state website, they list. Uh, now, this doesn't specifically have to do with hospitalizations, but they say sixty some percent of the individuals have recovered. So most people make it through COVID without uh, super lingering symptoms. Uh, secondly, unfortunately, tragically, uh, I, I don't know the exact number, but thousands of people have died in Pennsylvania. So that's one way to get out of the hospital is you get this and, and you die. And not I, the best way. Not the best way no. to word it, but that's that happens. Well, sometimes this. that depends on the hospital. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, there is always that opinion. So, uh, But I, th- I think the really the key is, and then you, the one other question you asked that uh, can be asked and answered is, what's a hospital's capacity? And that's a, a, a weird thing. At first, we thought, well, evangelical community hospital, they're going to be at capacity soon. They have some 40 people. We talked earlier this summer, their COVID unit had beds for 20. Well, what happens is is that if one unit expands, it pushes into other units. So, you know, the, I don't know how many beds are at EVAN altogether. I think it's like 200 some. So it would take quite a few more patients until you eventually displace everybody out of all of those other beds, and that that's all you have is COVID patients. And the same thing with Geisinger. Well, they have 90 patients on board, but they really only have about 80 acute care beds that are, you know, basically the pipeline from the e- ER up to those beds. Well, what happens... Well, see, that's, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, I'm just going to say, they make room for you. They move you into orthopedics. They move you into surgery recovery. You end up, uh, right. people end up living in the, in the suites in the emergency room and so on. Because the other thing, they, I mean, you know, when you hear these numbers, too, and, and I mean, my mind goes a million <laughs> different directions. I'll be the first to tell you that. But when you hear these all these numbers, too, you also hear um, uh, oh, I can't think of her name. Kendra Walker. Uh, yep, Kendra Walker. Yeah. From, from Evan, saying that they were able to uh, still keep their bottom line okay because they furloughed people. So if you have so many people coming into, so many more patients coming into the hospital, how can you be furloughing people? I think that has you to do with. I, mean? I think that the Harry. Are confusing. Harry, I think that has to do with the specialties of the people. In other words, if they are getting all these COVID cases, and they have people there who specialize in something that's nowhere near remotely connected knee to that, replacements. Yeah, knee replacements. You know, they are the people that they would let go and try and recruit people that would be better able to handle the, um, you know, the COVID outbreak. But, but if a doctor, a doctor is a doctor, is he not? Well, I, mean, I wouldn't necessarily want... Most wouldn't. of these cases, they're not doing much of anything other than trying to make people comfortable or letting it run its course or supplying... In most, in most cases, if they're intubating people and everything else, that's the nurses doing that. That's all my point is. Okay. But why put doctors at risk who aren't specialists in that field if they might be needed for an emergency well, in their field later on? Yeah, they might I, not I lay off a doctor. That. I it, understand that. But what I'm saying is I don't think that, that there are – my biggest fear with this has been 
all along is that this was not just about a virus. This has been a political football, and it's been a money-making football, and it's and it, for the for the pharmaceutical companies. And I think we've gotten away from factual numbers and accurate detailing of the disease, not all the other stuff. And I and I think the bottom line is. Until somebody is accurate about what is truly happening to people and patients. Like I say, for me, I'm around a couple thousand people a week. And in the entire time I've, I've we've been back since May, and, and we were open until the middle of March, okay, and then did curbside service and online service in our store, I have had one employee who found out they had COVID, and the only reason they found out is back in the summertime they went and gave blood and found out they had had it at some time so it's hard it's hard to wrap your head around numbers when you don't see anything with it you know what i mean and that's what scares me because i don't know that we're getting accurate information well you're you're that's not on you guys that's that's just i'm saying i don't know how much of this is accurate and how much of it is scare time. That's a good point. I, I don't think we'll ever know exactly. I mean, I'm sure there's some of both in there somewhere. Well, and I think in terms of... And I also, of, because like yesterday... Well, we have to get another call going here, Harry. But, but Thank you so much, for and super to hear from you. Yeah, glad to hear you back. Yeah, super. <laughs> Next time I'm in the room with Harry, I want to walk him through the smartphone, the statewide dashboard that answers a lot of his questions in terms of uh, what is a hospital's capacity, where are they making rooms. When you see somebody who has COVID-19 in, in an ER suite that you know the suites all sealed up and everything uh, why are they there why aren't they in a room and that we can answer those kinds of questions we'd love to go through that well and we'll invite Kendra Auker to call the show she's done it a couple times this year it's time to do it again and uh, these are great answers one of our good listeners sends us text uh, says 90% of the people who work at Evan aren't doctors they didn't lay off primarily doctors they laid off primarily support staff so example if you're doing knee operations well uh, the doctors uh, those uh, men and women who are those physicians, they have dozens of people who support them. Right. But if you're not doing the operation, you might keep the doc on staff to do what it, uh, he or she can do, but uh, the support staff wouldn't be necessary. And community education, I think, was one, one other texture. Well, and at uh, Evan, many of their doctors are employed. Yeah, so community health education was curtailed. No, they're employed doctors, and so it would be a little harder to get rid of them, but the staff generally doesn't have that kind of, of uh, contract. All right, we got a caller standing by. We're going to take a call to two bobs. All right. <laughs> This will be the third ones on the show. We'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money, the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. As we enter this holiday season, thinking of family and friends, a very important message from Evangelical Community Hospital. Right now, your hospital needs your help. 
Hi, this is Dr. James Connolly, Medical Director of Emergency Services at Evangelical Community Hospital. COVID-19 is surging through our community. We're seeing more COVID-19 patients in our emergency room and caring for more COVID-19 patients in our hospital than ever before. And we need your help. Wear your mask anytime you leave your house. Stay six feet from others when you're in public. Wash your hands or use hand sanitizer regularly. Stay home if you aren't feeling well. And visit with family and friends virtually this holiday season. Evangelical Community Hospital and its system of primary and specialty care practices are here to safely care for all of your health and wellness needs. But to make sure it stays that way, please follow these basic infection control protocols. Wear your mask, stay physically distant, stay home, and visit virtually. We can beat this as a community, together. Are you working on a remodel or new construction job and need new carpet and flooring? Save time and money by calling Garvey's Flooring America. Choosing Garvey's Flooring America for your commercial space means you'll pay the lowest prices from the largest selection of in-stock carpet and floors in the Valley. Garvey's Commercial Division is known for having the highest standards in the industry. Whether an office, a school, church, or restaurant, Garvey's Flooring America has the experience to guide you from start to finish, providing solutions to make it happen on time and on budget. Visit us online at garveyscarpet.com. During cough and cold season, Walgreens knows noses, like those noses that tickle and twitch. So cute. And in as little as 30 minutes, Walgreens makes it easy to pick up your cough and cold must-haves. 30-minute pickup. Now that's faster than trying to find a clean sleeve. This week, Walgreens brand cough and cold products now only $9.99. Plus, buy two, get a $3 register reward at checkout. Good on your next purchase. Walgreens. Use as directed. Restrictions apply to 30-minute pickup. Val through December 5th with my Walgreens. See walgreens.com slash pickup for details. Hi, everybody. Steve Jones, Frank Bodani, York Daily Record on Penn State football today, 3 to 5, News Radio 1070 WKOK. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. Uh, we got two callers standing by. We're going to put them on the radio in one minute. we got a great email that relates to the uh, free testing that's taking place and why it is uh, completely ineffective in the writer's viewpoint. Well, so we are going to read that, and uh, we are also going to... Uh, I'm going to agree with that one, So, but we'll, we'll get to that. But callers come first, so the people who sent us the texts and the emails uh, stand by while we get uh, s- some good callers on the radio. Uh, Bob from Danville, PA, you are on the mark. Go right ahead. Yes, thank you. I'm uh, 75. I'm a veteran, uh, and I didn't get my buck either. <laughs> Not yet. Although I, but, although I really tried hard, but anyhow, the reason I'm calling, you know, I'm getting to the point where I, I have difficulty even watching the news at night. I don't even want to turn it on anymore, particularly the mainstream media. And I still can't wrap my head around the fact that uh, Biden got more votes than Trump did. And I think that they still have this, they still need to do forensic studies of these, of these Dominion voting machines. I think there may be an issue there. Well, President Trump you got know, repudiated. That's what happened. It was an anti-Trump vote. And then everybody else, now in balance, the Republicans did super. Yeah, that's, that's another thing that's hard to believe where, you know, the uh, down, downstream Republicans did well and, and he, and he uh, got beat. But anyhow, the, the thing I wanted to bring up also was about the mainstream media is the fact that, you know, right before the uh, the election, there was this thing with Hunter Biden and with Joe Biden about their business dealings, where they had a partner of uh, of Hunter's uh, on on TV on Fox that all the, that had laptop that had all this evidence, all these things, and they had a real witness and not a single 
mainstream media outlet covered any of that. And there was an article in the paper here recently that said, I believe it was 17% of Democratic voters would have changed their vote if they had gotten that information. But they, they purposely, the mainstream media purposely did not report it. Did you hear the story that I read earlier? Uh, CNN, their their president, Jeff Zucker, specifically suggested to his news people they not cover that Biden story. Specifically told them, because it was don't an, cover it. It was an unsubstantiated yeah. allegation. You ought to put that in there. No, he's well, saying they be, had witnesses and testimony. Substantiated when they have a witness. It you know, they, they had all this stuff before against Trump. That wasn't. That was just hearsay. But here they had a person. <laughs> they had a. They had a real person. Right, and they and they and they did not and they did not uh, report any of it. I'm just saying the, the the flimsy excuse that he used was that it hadn't been proven yet. But think of all the allegations that President Trump has faced over the past four years that have no basis in reality, and yet they exactly. get uh, mainstream coverage. Yeah, exactly, and that's where that's where the unfairness is, and that's why I have trouble even. You know, you get to the point where you don't believe anything they say. That's bad. Yeah, yeah. well, well I think you, can, you, you can't trust them. That's why, do you remember back in the days when Walter Cronkite was voted the most trusted man in America? And then you realize yes. how far CBS News has fallen. Exactly. All right, Bob. And, I, I, what can be, and what can be done about it? And how, how's it going to change? Well, we, uh, we get to uh, decide what the networks do through our letter writing and through our viewership habits. You know, it would take the whole nation to write CBS News, Evening News, a letter and say, you know, Nora O'Donnell, you're not cutting it. You're not in the middle. The, the news isn't presented in an objective fashion. Go ahead and go back to journalism school or, as Joe was talking about, back in the 1940s when he used to watch the TV. TV news, that it was uh, objective then, you know, tell them to go back to that. David Brinkley was in the 60s and 70s, not the 40s. And then the 40s. Uh, don't <laughs> buy things from the advertisers who support non-objective news. I mean, that's the other way. It's all money. So if you don't support businesses that uh, that do this, I only well, chuckle it's not, because... it's not going to happen, but it makes you wonder how we got to this point, or how the mainstream media, all these, all these different stations could be so biased to the left. Well, I think partly because... You know, how do we get to this point? Well, because they're profit centers now. They used to be money losers. You know, Joe used to pour, Joe McGranahan, the manager of the radio station, used to, and, of course, uh, some of our, our founders, uh, the Haddons, poured money into the newsroom, even though it didn't necessarily make money. But that wasn't their excuse, as to use Roger Haddon Sr.'s uh, phrase. You know, the excuse was, uh, the reason they were doing it is to super serve the valley, you would say. You know, making money was just, uh, was an a sideline. All right, thank you so much. Appreciate the call. We've got one more Bob on the line, then we got to take another break. Uh, Bob from Paxinus, you're on the mark. Go right ahead. Yeah, good morning. We had a caller yesterday call in about the Obama-Biden administration sending money over to another country. Well, I just want to let people know that we send millions and billions of dollars to all kinds of countries for our freedom so they don't attack us. And President Trump is the one that started the hoax about the COVID-19. That's what made it political. And then, uh, you know, I campaigned a lot for Joe Biden. People saw that COVID was real, and they saw him as taking it as seriously. I stood outside on Route 11 and 15 for days for Joe Biden. So there was millions of people that drove by. And now Trump wants to pardon his whole family. 
You don't have to pardon somebody if you didn't do nothing illegal, in my opinion. All right. All right, thank we got you. you. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Thanks for the call. Thanks for calling, and I'm glad uh, we didn't get to some of his texts. Hey, we invite you to do what I did just yesterday. That's go to Sunbury Motors and uh, look at the Ford, Kia, Lincoln, and Hyundai inventory. And I looked at some of the pre-owned vehicles, too. I described to Kyle, my good friend, the F-150 that I want that's going to be brand new. And he said, you know what? We can order that because you have such quirky, specific things that you want. But we do have a pre-owned one that has 18,000 miles on it that is in perfect condition that has all the different things that you want to mark. So uh, he sent me over to Jeff to, to look at that vehicle, which we did do. And then Jason got involved, and pretty, new, pretty soon Ernie and Austin came over from the Dakia dealership, and we had the whole crew talking to me about the vehicle, and we're all standing in a circle about 20 feet apart with our face masks on, learning uh, the fact that every vehicle I could possibly want with any nuance or any quirk or anything uh, that I would want in that vehicle already already existed at the Sunbury Motor Company in terms of their brand new vehicles on the lot, in terms of what they could order, or the pre-owned inventory that's perfect. So if it's a Ford, a Lincoln, a Kia, or a Hyundai, or a pre-owned perfect vehicle with the Carfax, so you know the one owner that uh, put those first few miles on it, uh, you can do that at the Sunbury Motor Company. We invite you to do that I do. Put a bandana over your nose and your mouth uh, with a mask underneath it, and go to the Sunbury Motor Company, and they would just love to do business with you. When it comes to car buying, there's the the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Things change as you get older. Your tastes, your interests, maybe even your bedtime. Your healthcare needs change too. So Geisinger created a whole new approach to primary care for people 65 and older. Introducing Geisinger 65 Forward. Now you get more time with your doctors and more services under one roof. We're accepting new patients at our locations in Kingston, Scranton, Schmokin Dam, Hazleton, and Wilkes-Barre. Learn more at geisinger.org forward slash sign me up. Lowe's has all the top gifts for home this holiday, like Craftsman Tool Storage made in the USA and available in a selection of sizes, starting at $198. And right now, get a special price on a Lenovo Smart Clock with Google Assistant for just $24.99. Shop gifts in-store or from home on our app and Lowe's.com with free shipping on thousands of items or pick up curbside for contactless service. Valid November 22nd through December 31st, U.S. only. And now a game of Commercial Chicken, brought to you by Progressive, where we see how long Flo can go without talking about insurance. Ready? Go. Hi! Um, guess we should talk about something. (laughs) How's the, um, vermicelli game in your town? Got any good Vietnamese restaurants? Vermicelli? Oh, it's a noodle. Very good. Drivers who switch to Progressive can save big! 
Okay, you win. We can't help but save customers money. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. The Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. That's Brad Nessler. You can't have as good a coach as there's ever been not be on the sideline and not have it have an impact on the kids. But I'm sure Nick will be on a Zoom deal and everything until the 90-minute meeting. But he's got like six former head coaches on that staff. So it's not like they're going to go out to practice and go, oh my goodness, who's going to coach this <laughs> spot today? The Steve Jones Show, 3 to 5 weekdays on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark, 1-800-795-956. I just told Matt he could leave the room, but of course, uh, that would, this will never work if uh, that were to happen, because he has to run the bumper music, so That's I appreciate right. that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pay email. attention. Uh, two days off, and you're lousing everything up. <laughs> email in the middle, and then... Yes. Uh, our emailer says, so now our governor is wasting thousands of tests on anyone who wants them with his strike forces. It was announced that tests will take up to a week for results, at which point they are useless. These tests should go to test asymptomatic workers and residents in long-term care facilities and prisons twice per week where there is a real ROI. Return on investment. Right, return on investment. The vaccine is almost here. Protect the vulnerable and let everyone else go on with their lives. Also, does anyone else hear Hitler Youth when Levine talks about kids joining the fight with her app, which, by the way, has been completely ineffective? Closing of schools is a crime. Even the CDC has said that school is the safest place for kids to be. The chances of students or teachers under 50 being seriously affected are minute, yet schools continue to cave under pressure. Our children will suffer the effects of this for years. So far, excess death rates commensurate with COVID deaths have been nowhere near realized. We should be seeing excess deaths on the order of 250,000. What did all of these people actually die of, or did other causes of death suddenly disappear? One year from now, we'll see that the closures had no cumulative effect or benefit and caused irreparable damage. Can't wait to go to Florida, where the death rate is a fraction of ours and businesses are allowed to thrive. Yes, it's a pandemic, and yes, vulnerable populations may die from it. That is not a reason to accept the removal of our rights and live in fear. Instead, boost your immune system with a healthy lifestyle that includes friends and family and live your life. We only get to go around once. Kit couldn't agree more. Well, she's 100% right on the testing thing. If you go there and get tested, you say, Joe, you want to see your grandkids. It takes a week to get the results. you got to be in isolated quarantine between then. Well, that's kind of impractical. Well, and there's no guarantee that you didn't have it, uh, you know, you weren't exposed the minute the test was over on your way home from being to quarantine. Or <laughs> there's that two-day window where you're infected, and where it doesn't show up on the test yet. So you could actually have it in your quarantine and not know it, even though you're going to get a negative test result at some point. I mean, it really is a waste of time as far as I'm concerned. My wife and I were tested early on, and when we found out that in mine it took five or six days to get it back, my wife, they lost. So I, I think, uh, so I, I'd love to hear the justification for it. I know that they're doing it in rural areas where there's not a lot of testing and where folks can isolate and quarantine, and I'm all for well, it. Here's either. why. But I just don't think it's, it's going to be practical for many people. Governor Wolf is a Democrat. Joe Biden is a Democrat. Joe Biden said the cure or the, the way to beat this is through constant testing. So the governor's just falling in line. All right. 1-800-79. Oh, we're not going to have time for more callers today. we got Chris on the line. Good morning, Chris. Wrap yeah, us up. Well, I think testing, 
testing works for certain things, but it doesn't work for other things, and it depends on what level of rate of infection is going on. Testing is real good if you get the rate of infection way down, and then you can uh, do testing to uh, zoom in on uh, problem areas and get those uh, taken care of and do contact stuff. But uh, when the testing loses some of its value for in certain areas when it gets uh, larger, when the infection rate is larger, and our infection rate is now it's getting almost close to 200,000 a day now, which is double what it was previously at, at the high point. So that's not good, and I'm, I think... Uh, I'm not sure why Joe thinks the president's erratic behavior shouldn't be reported on. It wasn't his erratic behavior. It was the fact that they said not just to report on it, but here, don't normalize it. They're telling them how to report on it. I didn't say don't yeah, report don't on it. normalize erratic behavior. That seems like a reasonable thing for a news station to say. How about the other one where they said don't cover Joe Biden's uh, son and his the story on that? You know, you okay yeah, well, with that? Well, it was a bogus story, probably. Uh, that's right. It's all bogus. If it's about well, Trump, it's no, true. If it's about Biden, fact, it's bogus. You know. Look at the facts for a change. Oh, look at the facts. They had Hunter Biden's okay. computer. They had testimony from no, one of his don't. friends. Yes, they do, and they you had testimony. They had testimony one. from his friend Number who was two. with him in biz- the business Can deal. How about the business deal partner who came out and said that this was the way way it was? It was his. It was his partner. And his partner is, is he the one that, that's been uh, that did something that that. Biden wasn't a part of. Well, I know you there have was explained. one partner of Hunter's that uh, got has charges against them that uh, Hunter wasn't even a part of that company. No, this was the one and who was they, with him, they and this is that story as if it affected Hunter. This is the one that they brought in. The Biden family brought in to consult them on their business affairs, and he was Hunter's you know, partner. Okay, and then why did the FBI have that that uh, supposedly has has the computer seven months for has had it for seven months, and you have a, a attorney general who's looking into everything that might uh, uh, affect uh, might might be anti Biden, and there's no report on it. Does that tell you something? Not really, because the FBI didn't exactly come forward and admit they had the computer until it was forced on them. Admit to who? To the public. Chris, you, you got 30 an, seconds. You have an FBI agent who uh, report the bar? These are the same boys... These are the same boys who were in the bag against Trump from the beginning, so, I mean, I yeah, don't have a lot of faith in them. <laughs> Thank you, Chris, because for calling they, me. They send, two, two of them sent anti-Trump emails to each other? That's right. Okay, then uh, how about the anti-Hillary emails they sent Having to each an other? illicit affair, you know, this was a good group of people you got that how you're putting your faith because on. Because they sent anti-Hillary emails to each other also. Not the same two. Hey, thanks, Chris. Please call back ASAP when the news show starts tomorrow morning at 8.30 a.m. You've been listening to On the Mark on WKOK Sunbury.